Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. I uh, am going to be doing a local side-by-side -side tasting today. Uh, for anybody that listens to the podcast knows that uh, one of my favorite barrel picks, especially for the price, the money, uh, are seventeen ninety-two foolproofs. And right about now is when they all start hitting the market. So what we have is almonds, Neils, and Ottos. So we have two Milwaukee area ones, and we have one uh, Madison. And the Madison and almonds have been open a little bit. Ottos I just got today, so that's going to be the fresh crack. I'll drink that one last. Obviously, they're all the same proof, so we don't have to worry about the proofing aspect of the whole thing. Um, but <clears throat> uh, so, to be honest, I've had the first two. I've had almonds and I've had Neils, so I sort of have an idea of what those two taste like. But I'll give you tasting notes. I'll let you know what I think is which one's best. Obviously, all of them are around fifty bucks, so none of them are going to be bad for the price. And I'm pretty sure they're all uh, distillery picks. They were all sent to the stores. Uh, and they didn't really get to pick barrels. They just were sent what they were sent is what I'm assuming. Because I know that's what Amin got. So what I'm going to start off with is Neils. Um, for those who don't know, 1792 foolproof is 100 and... Hold on. 125 proof. They're proof down to that. Uh, full proof is basically what it was put into the barrel at, I believe. Um, so that's why they, they call it full proof, not barrel proof. Because uh, barrel proof would be what it comes out at uh, in the end. So, not sure on age on any of these because none of them are age dated. But generally speaking, you're looking at 7 to... You know, six to seven year old range. Um, so yeah, let's dig in. And I'm using one of the Willet glasses, which I don't love, which is the sort of angular glass. I'm trying a little something different with my uh, with my uh, uh, mixer with my in between chaser today instead of having vitamin water. The only thing cold I had were these black. Uh, black waters, black liquid, something dirty lemonade, sparkling. I don't particularly love these, but they're actually pretty good for zero calorie, lightly flavored thing. So, anyway, I'm sure you're all chomping at the bit to hear what I'm drinking. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll get it started. Hopefully, I get uh. Get to add a uh, an intro song for this this podcast. I'm going to do another one probably tonight or tomorrow, so I have one in the in the back burner. That one's going to be more focused on uh, current. It's going to be it's going to be me uh, ranting and raving basically about pricing and you know everything uh, people love to hear about. So on the nose on this one is very nice. You actually don't get the typical. Banana, you get a little banana, but I hate this glass. I just don't get a nose on these. 
I get a lot of fruit on this one. On the palate, you're immediately hit with a rush of that oak. Oak is the main thing I'm getting on this one. Oak, big time. With some very nice red berry notes. Very mature for a 1792. It's got the nice, a uh, little bit of banananess to it. It's got a pretty nice finish to it, which is all, this is an all around nice one. You got, I'm just trying to figure out what that. This is my first straight whiskey of the night, too, so. Oak is just still there on the second drink. And it's lingering, stinging the tongue. That's got a nice lingering finish. It doesn't have a deep in your chest Kentucky hug type. It's all lingering in your mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, all right. I I always have a problem with the hefty pour on the first one. I'm waiting. After this podcast, I'm going to watch the first episode of Monarch. Those who don't know, Apple TV's new uh, Godzilla sh- series, which will be interesting. First scene has John Goodman, so you got that's got to be good, right? That's a nice, solid 1792 pick. It's not going to be something that you're going to go and be like, man, that's really like got layers to it and it's unique. And it's just a really nice bourbon. Like it gives you all the notes that you would expect to get from bourbon. You get the oak, you get a little bit of caramel, a little bit of the char. A little bit of fruit. It hits all areas of the tongue, man. You just let it linger. Just like the, the burn. The burn's lingering. I poured one of these cans of black water out the other day. You know, expecting it to pour it out to water, right? Uh, expecting it to pour out clear, and I was like, black. Forgot all about it, it was black water. <laughs> I know. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. I'll admit that freely. All right. Next on to almonds. I know for sure this one is a distiller's pick. Because almond told me. Mythical actually, uh, I actually won a 1792 pick through the uh, barrel lottery of for Buffalo Trace. So we're going to be doing a 1792 foolproof pick for... Uh, Mythical, I was pretty happy about that because it's one of my favorites. And if you're going to get a Buffalo Trace pick and it's not going to be like a Weller or a a Taylor or something like that, something high end, excuse me, in my opinion, 1792 is always the the cream of the crop, especially for the price. I mean, 50 bucks for 125 proof, seven, six, seven, eight year old whiskey. You really can't go wrong, as I've said. Now, some are not 
not all are created equal. I actually like the nose on this one a little bit better. It's got like a graham crackery cinnamon thing going on in the nose. Which is very unusual for... 1792 foolproof. Like I said, I can't get a great nose on this glass. I really need to have it in a Glen. <clears throat> I've been spoiled ever since going with Ed to picks, and he, Ed used to bring Glens to picks <laughs> when they didn't supply Glens. The first time we went to Bourbon 30, <clears throat> I mean, most people, anybody that's in, in been around Bourbon for a while knows. Uh, the the history of Bourbon Thirty, but the first time we went there, you you got these little bitty plastic cups. He would give you that's what that's what uh, uh, Jeff gave you, and you would drink out of these little tasted cups. It was like a little, not even a shot. It was just a little. It was a little. That was about it. And uh, <laughs> Ed would bring his own Glens to do blending with. It was hilarious to see him just bringing this box of Glens. And they had Glens there. That's just not what they used. See, the palette for this one is a little more muted. Like, once it hits your tongue, it just dies there. And it's not bad. It just doesn't have a whole lot going on. And I hate to say that because everybody knows I love Almond. And it's not his pick. He didn't do it. It's not like he went there and chose this one. This is what they sent him. Um, but it's it's just lacking. And I think we had we had the Neils and the uh, Almonds at Almonds last week. And Almonds did the same thing. So Neil's is best. definitely take his number one right now. I haven't tried the autos yet, so we'll find out if that's able to overtake it. But this one's, I mean, if you're near almonds and you want a $50, 125 proof whiskey, it's not bad. It's a, it's a decent whiskey. It just doesn't have a whole lot going on in comparative, comparatively to uh, Neil's. Got a nice new setup tonight. I'm using my phone again, but I got a lapel mic. So hopefully the, the uh, sound is a little bit better. Although the sound in the last two has been pretty good, even using the phone. Um, it's just a lot easier to use this versus getting out the whole setup and the mics and all that jazz and then having to transfer it over to computer. With this, I just put it in files and put it on the line. All right, let's cleanse our glass and our palate with some delicious BLK water. I think this was like, wasn't this started by uh, one of the Kardashians' uh, husbands? Who was that? Not Chloe Kim. What's the other chick's name? Something with a K, obviously. Can't, can't uh, get out of that once you start it, can you? All right. By the way, I picked this up at Otto's Milwaukee, man. That is a interesting place to go on a Friday night. 
after dark. Uh, <clears throat> I only went there because I knew the autos had their 1792 foolproof picks. I never go to that store. But it's not too far away from my house. I mean, it's six or seven miles, but that's the closest autos to me. This is the fresh crack one, so I'm going to be a little bit less, especially with the nose, when it comes to the nose, a little less picky about what's going on. But, excuse me, and I say that because there's not a whole lot going on in the nose that I can pick up on. I wonder if that's the glass that's like that. I'm getting, I'm getting that same graham crackery, almost amberana Christmas cookie smell. But I didn't drink any amberana out of this glass. For those who know, you drink some amberana, you're going to smell some amberana for the next two hours. Especially if you use the same glass. you got to switch glasses. That's the last of the night pour. Sort of like some of those ones coming out of... Uh, uh, Dancing goat, like the chocolate bitters when we picked. That is the end of the night pour because you ain't using that glass no more and smelling anything except for amberana or chocolate. Hmm. So this one's sweeter. You don't get the oak that you got on Neil's. It's definitely a very, it's much softer. Not a whole lot going on on either. Palette wise, not much of a Kentucky hug at all. It just sort of lays there on your tongue. I can make a lot of marriage sex jokes on that one. I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. That nose. I don't trust this glass. These damn glasses. This one is Hmm, I'm torn. Cause similar to Amon's, it just sort of dies on the tongue. Neither one of them have a whole lot of for 125 proof. No chance you would have been able to pick tell me that these were 125 proof if I didn't know it. Neither one of them tastes anything like that. They're very easy to drink. Um, so if that's what you're looking for, these two or those two are up your alley. Neil's has got a little more spice to it. It's got a little more bite, which is what I like. I'm going to definitely, that's number one out of the three locals for me. And there's some other ones that I haven't had, so I might, <clears throat> I can't uh, judge those. But of these three, Neil's is probably the standout for me. It just has more of a complexity to it that uh, the other two don't have. 
And 1792 generally has a little bit of that. So it's surprising to me that the distillers, they, they sent these out uh, this year and didn't have any, like, oomph to it. You want to put your best fruit forward, but I guess they're kind of leaning on their other products to do that for them, but who knows. Um, I'm torn. I don't want to do, like, a tie for a second. If it was me personally, I would pick Otto's over Almond as second. Uh, but it's very close. I mean, it's almost like it's it's tit for tat tie for me. If you want something that's a little more oaky, a little more uh, char, a little more almost, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, oaky and char is probably about it. And there ain't a whole lot of notes for the fur for, for almonds or meals. Then then go for almonds. If you want something that's more sweet, it's just a, it's sort of going to be there. If you want something that's going to be very easy to drink at 125 proof, something you can hammer down, definitely go for autos because that thing is, it's like liquid. It's just drinking liquid, liquid candy basically, but the candy is very. <laughs> It's like liquid uh, drinking liquid fruit stripes gum because the flavor is gone. Like you get like two or three chews and it's gone. You don't even see that shit again. All right, that's it for now. Maybe later I'll do the uh, the, the the rail on uh, pricing. But until then, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family. <laughs>